The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus First sack of the night, Herbert gets rid of it, and he's picked. Intercepted by the Cowboys. The catch is good. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Joe Buck with the call last night on ESPN Monday Night Football. I mean, there's just, there's like so much going on with this Chargers-Cowboys game, so much going on with that final play, and like Quinton Johnston, he's like killing fantasy owners everywhere. Just absolutely brutal. So the Cowboys beat the Chargers in what, actually felt like a decently big football game, like a high-leverage game, because they're like two good teams, or I guess like theoretical good teams. I said, it's a terrible game, man. An actual bad football game. And I, I came away from it, Ken, and like, good on Dallas, 4-2 and two going into their bye. Bad on the Chargers coming out of their bye and losing that game, and Justin Herbert did not play well on the game. And like, he's awesome. Also, he missed like, Keenan Allen on a couple touchdowns. Miss Austin Eckler on what would have been a touchdown as well. I came away from last night's game, Ken, thinking these are two... Di- Maybe they both go to the playoffs. I'm not saying they can't be playoff teams. They're both the above-average teams in the NFL talent-wise. These are deeply unserious football teams that I, 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 I would never pick like to win a championship or even like advance to like Championship Sunday with the way that they look and the way that they play and the way that they're coached. So that was just kind of my prevailing thought coming out of the game. There's a lot we can do, obviously. Cowboys beat the Chargers. Game goes under the total. More red zone futility for both teams. What a shock. Dallas wins 20-17. to 17. Right for and for Dallas, like I don't, I don't. <clears throat> excuse me, I don't think that's going anywhere. I mean, I think that's just you change the play caller. It was so funny too, right? Because they've been bad all year, and then on that really, really important fourth and goal, 
Kellen Moore pulls out this like awesome design play Everett like roll it gets goes out to the right and catches the touchdown you're like oh like Dallas could use a lot of that and their offense when they were leading the league in red zone efficiency last year that would have been pretty good so you brought up that they're both teams can make the playoffs. I think Dallas, obviously, much, much, much more likely to make the yep. playoffs than the Chargers because of the conference and the record. Uh, you know, like the two things that decide the playoffs. But I just, I had a question I wanted to ask you. Just, I was thinking about this today because you, you said it. You go like, look, these teams might make the playoffs, but like you would never bet them to win the Super Bowl or like win the conference. But like you, especially at the end, you'd never like these are. You would never bet these teams to win the champion. Not even Dallas, like who's going to be in a way better position. Like you'd never bet them to win the Super Bowl. Like how many teams do you think you would need? Like in a, we'll use a bucket again analogy. Like how many teams would you need in the bucket before you feel like not a hundred percent, but like really confident you've got the champion? Like how many teams would it take before you're like, I think I got, like I think I got it. Like they're okay, some one percents, whatever. Like how many teams? Because it feels like such a small list this year. Um, okay. I'm literally, I'm doing it right now. So four, yeah, that's fine. five, seven. It's like, I think it's, yeah, I think my, I think I was like five or six for, and not a hundred percent. Like, look, there's, well, I put you know, like Cincinnati a, in and like Detroit well, in. And like, uh, well, I, I was going to say like, if Aaron Rodgers comes back, there's like a 0.1% chance the Jets win the Super Bowl. So like, you know, like that has to like, but I don't want them in the bucket. Like it's it's a you know, really fringe outcome, you know. It's like really unlikely. Like to feel just not certain, but confident, you have the winner. How many teams do you think you need? Seven. Uh well, so okay, so let, I'll name them: Miami. Bu so these are the no doubters: Miami, Buffalo, Kansas City, San Francisco. Honestly, like that that might be it for like the right. no doubt for the no doubters that are in the bucket, and then we Philly, can add a couple. Philly, not a no doubter. Philly, not a no-doubter right now. And, I, and they can win the Super Bowl, obviously. But, I mean, I, after what they did on Sunday. And, like, I, I, I don't love, like, I don't love, like, this new Eagles coaching staff here with Steichen and Gannon not there. I'm not saying they're going to miss the playoffs. I'm acknowledging they could definitely win the Super Bowl. I think that game is more of an aberration for Hurts than what the norm is. Also, like, he might not be healthy. That was kind of, I, I said this yesterday, I think Hurts might not be healthy coming out of that game. as He never plays that poorly. So the Eagles can, of course, get there and can win. Just that, like, I, I would take those other teams ahead of Philly for sure. But Philly would be one of the maybes. Detroit. I think has to be in the maybe list for right yep. now. I think the Ravens are kind of unserious this year. I don't think you can take Cleveland seriously because even with Watson, like you don't know what you're going to get with him. I guess the Bengals would be the one team in that division where if everything hits, Burrow stays healthy, like defense plays like it did on Sunday against Seattle, where like Cincinnati could be there actually at the very end of the season. I don't know if I would go with anyone else outside of that list. You do, you make a really good point with the Jets if Rodgers comes back, but then he's literally like defying years of science. Yeah. And maybe he can do it, God bless him. I don't think he's going to, but if he does, then yeah, maybe the Jets need to be included as well. I think that's it. Yeah, well, I I think, and this is why I wanted to say, like, not 100%, right? Because, like, if, if I needed to account for what I would consider to be 100%, like, I have to put the Jets in there. Like, I have to put, I definitely have to put the fringe teams that you're talking about, like the Eagles and the Lions is a really good one where, like, if you want 100%, you got to put the Lions in. But if you just, like, are confident, like, you think you got it a lot of the time. I, I did this exercise, and I kind of did it, and I was like, I was like, just be, like, not like what numbers say or like what team, like just like, you know, just your gut instinct. Like how many teams do you think you need to be confident? I came up with three, like the last time I did it. 
So the first time I did it, I came really, like, I basically did the same thing that you just did, right? Where I was like, okay, like this team, I guess, and this team. But then I was like, wait a minute. Like, if it's a Super Bowl and it's like the Chiefs against this team, like, I think the Chiefs always win the game. Like, I just think they always win. So, like, I don't want Philly in the bucket. Not if it's like, just not 100%, just confident. Confident I have the champion. I want the Chiefs and the Niners for sure. I'm always going to want the Chiefs and the Niners. I want to guess like your it's... third team. Sure, go ahead. Who do you think the third team is? Miami. My third team is the Bengals. Oh, okay. I, I just because I, I want I was that going not Buffalo. I was going yeah. not Buffalo with with my choice. So here's the funny thing. So I'll I'll do why I have like, and I just I don't even know if I need Cincinnati. I'm like deathly afraid of not having Burrow in the bucket. Like I want Burrow in the bucket. Like, I think he's that kind of guy. I want him in the bucket. And, like, I don't I don't need to have Josh Allen in the bucket, and I don't need to have Hurts in the bucket. Like, I want Burrow in the bucket. That's who I want if I had to have one of those guys. But, like, honestly, even KC San Francisco, I think this year, just this year, I think I got it a lot of the time. Miami is really funny, and I'm really looking forward to our conversation about their game against the Eagles that we'll do later in this show. I have a bet on the side and the total in that game. And I think, I, I think it's possible that – five weeks from now, eight weeks from now, we'll still think Miami's really good. Like, I don't think they're going anywhere. Ramsey might even come back earlier than they thought. Like, they're they're very talented. They might have the MVP of the league. They might have the offensive player of the year. Just like, okay, like, they played the Chargers and the Bills. And every other game is kind of one of these fakey games when you go back and look at the schedule. So they played the Chargers and they played the Bills. And the other games are like Broncos, Patriots, Giants, Panthers. I mean, really like maybe like four of the five, six worst teams in the NFL. And you're like, all right, playoff matchups. Like they get this team in the playoff. What's that game going to look like? Okay, they played the Chargers in week one. Week one's like a tough week. Everybody like doesn't play in the preseason. Maybe you don't take anything away from that basically like took the chargers to to the death almost in a tie game ended up winning the game but like in a high scoring very close game and then get absolutely bulldozed by the bills and that's all we have that's all we have i think it's i just think it's like okay to be skeptical that they're like super bowl good like i, I like i'm good with playoff good and divisional round good and like I, we're already there i think on that but just like if i don't have them in the bucket am i like okay with that I think I am right now. It just until like let me like let's watch this Eagles game and maybe the Eagles aren't full strength, but even if they're not, it's a really good test. I think we'll learn a lot about the Dolphins in the game, whether Lane Johnson plays or not, or whether the defense for the Eagles has everybody. Like we'll still learn a lot. I think it's okay to still be really scared. Like I, I don't know if I need to have the Dolphins in the bucket yet, especially with the defensive numbers. And and I think here's like a fun way to kind of frame the conversation. Uh, you better, you bet here with Nick and Ken on a Tuesday. Um, we've been pretty consistent. And I think anyone who's like being reasonably honest with themselves about handicapping, like who's going to win the Super Bowl, like needs to be really honest about this. When it comes down to it, and on one side of the field is Patrick Mahomes, uh, and whoever it is on the other side, it doesn't matter who it is. Like, who are you going to take? Like, you're, you, if you're being honest with yourself, like, of course you're going to take Mahomes and the Chiefs. Like, to win the game, like, you're going to take Patrick Mahomes. So it is worth noting that the one guy that's, besides for Tom Brady, who's not playing anymore, the one guy that has had Mahomes and the Chiefs number a little bit is the guy that you referenced that you need to have in the bucket. And it's Joe Burrow. 
right, who's had regular season success against Mahomes, beat Mahomes, and I understand it's a team game, but, like, look, they're the two most important players. Like, definitely outplayed Mahomes in the AFC Championship game two years ago. Then they were both awesome in this past AFC Championship game, and Mahomes not at 100%, and Kansas City wins on, like, a walk-off field goal with some questionable officiating in the game. I'm not making excuses for the Bengals, just saying, like, the, they always go toe-to-toe. They, they always go toe-to-toe with Mahomes. So, look, like, I like the Dolphins a lot. I think the Bills are awesome. Maybe take make, make your case for another team in the AFC North. If Buffalo has to go to Kansas City, I'm never picking the Bills. If Miami has to go to Kansas City, I'm never picking the Dolphins. Cincinnati goes to Kansas City, I would at least consider picking the Bengals, Ken, to your point. I'd still pick Kansas right. City, but I'd at least have to have that conversation with myself. And I think you probably agree with me on that. Yeah, so it's, look, I mean, a lot of gambling conversation that we have on the show is like probabilities and this number and this price. But like championship stuff, like when it gets down to it, just like who, like who do you act, like really, like who do you really think can win? Like really? Like, oh, well, like you have to include the Eagles. Really? Like if they play the Chiefs again, you're betting the Eagles? Really? And I know you're like, well, they don't have to play the Chiefs. Like, Mahomes could get hurt, or the Bengals could beat them, or the Bills could beat them. Allen played them in a really close game in the divisional a couple of years ago. Like, it's we've seen it. It doesn't have to be the Chiefs. But just again, like, how many teams would you need to just be, like, pretty confident? And just I'll just end by, this is a trend that I brought up uh, at the start of the year, and I just think is, like, a really good way to frame... Like, honestly, a league that actually doesn't have parity, it has parity week to week. Week to week, the craziest things happen in the NFL. I mean, really, like, upsets and wild stuff, and you love a team the next week, and then the Niners lose to P.J. Walker the next Like, I mean, it's really a crazy league week to week. The winner has been in a very narrow parameter for a really long time. And this is just a, a trend that I brought up before the year to frame how people think about betting the Super Bowl or, or the champion or whatever. So like DVOA is a really, really popular, well-known metric. It used to be at Football Outsiders. Now it's at somewhere else, and we don't have, really have to get into why that is. But it's like pretty well-known, and it's a, a pretty good measure of team quality. And there's a really predictive quality to being really good the year before, and then winning the Super Bowl the following year. So like last year, teams that were really good, one of them is going to win this year. And here's like the, the crux of it of like why I think that's the case. Uh, the last 19 years, so like since the, since the uh, was it 19 years? Sorry. Since the 2000 and what are the Patriots that cheated? Which year was that? 2001. 2001. Right. So, the, yeah. so, so, the, so we start with the 2002 Tampa Bay Buccaneers who beat the Oakland right. Raiders in the Super Bowl with that right. year. Okay. The, uh, the team that won the Super Bowl, uh, was top seven in offense or defense the year before they won the Super Bowl. And in the last 20 years, 16 of the Super Bowl winners were top four in offense or defense the year they won, won the Super Bowl, not even top seven. So, like, the point is, look, the craziest team could win this year. Like, the, the 2001 Patriots were a particularly crazy team. We're going to have another version of that at some point, and something really unexpected is going to happen. But if you're just thinking about, like, Almost every year, what usually happens, and then the NBA, we could have this conversation too. You just be like, look, who's going to win? The team that was awesome the year before that probably got a little bit better. Like, that's that's the winner. That's who it is. And so you look at the ratings from last year. We did this before the show or before the, the season started, but we haven't done it since then. And now we've seen these teams play like five games, six games, whatever. And okay, like the teams that qualified uh in sort of just top four so just like the, the one that was almost all the champions kansas city buffalo cincinnati and the patriots from the afc i think we're crossing them off probably at this point and then on the Was nfc brady, side could brady come back or or no 
you know, I, I guess anything's possible. Maybe we need them in the bucket for that reason. Maybe you have to put the Patriots in the bucket, just like the Jets. The Brady bucket. Uh, and then the, in the NFC side, Philly, San Francisco, and Dallas. They were all seven of those teams were top four at something last year. And if you go out to the top seven, and that gets you like every champion, uh, Miami, the Jets, and the Ravens were top seven at one side or another on the AFC side. And the Lions were fifth in offense last year on the NFC side, and that's it, and that's the list. So it's, like, really funny to just kind of – it almost, like, it in a way it doesn't hold up because, like, the Patriots, what on earth? But, like, every other part of that, like, your main contenders remain Chiefs, Bills, Bengals on one side, Philly, San Francisco, Dallas on the other, and your fringe, like, could happen teams – Miami, Baltimore, like the Jets have the Rodgers thing, but they're still kind of interesting on the AFC side. And the Lions on the NFC side. Like it holds almost perfect. We've played six games. And this is supposed to be like the most parody filled thing in the world. There's no there's no parody in that. That's the most predictable thing in the world. <laughs> like that was that's really crazy. So I just I, that's I, the bucket exercise that is all kind of tied together is one thing. For bleeps and giggles. Neutral field. Lions versus Cowboys. Who are you taking to win the game? Oh, Detroit easily. E yeah. E easily. Not that the game will be easy, but it's an easy pick. Are they going to win the Super Bowl? Or at least go? They're playing with like half a team right now. I looked at their NFC prices earlier today. I really did look. Because I go like, if they beat the Ravens, they're going to win like every other game for like nine weeks after this. Like, do you need to wait I... for them to beat the Ravens to bet it? I don't know. I think they might smash Baltimore on Sunday. Week to week bite is parody driven. Bite, in the bite regular season, I don't know. Okay. Maybe. On the on the other side, we'll talk week seven of the National Football League and more. Our good friend Jamie Eisenberg joins the show from CBS Sports.